As above, so below. Feel the pain in my soul. The rep he'll dissolve. Organized, no matter the cost. Politicians start wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light. Light warriors. Good, good day, everybody out there in the beautiful cities and the beautiful suburbs um, all around America from the African diaspora to the Palestinian diaspora yeah. to the Middle Eastern diaspora, Asian diaspora, all diasporas, every single one. Um, I got my mic back, so everything is good for right now. I found my mic when I was moving and it was in one of those damn boxes um, and it wasn't damaged. It was really good. So I hope I sound really beautiful right now. Um, I have a very, very special guest um, on the podcast today. Um, as as I'm seen, I'm seen, I'm seen. Thank you so much for correcting me. I'm seen. Yes, A M S I M C. M C. Yeah. M C is a Bollywood um, pop artist based out in New York. Um, she has a new song out um, called G. G- you actually you say it right because yeah. I don't want to masquerade. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, it's so great. It by is the a way. difficult. It is a difficult um, name, but it. So the phrase is "jiteraho," and "jiteraho" means um, to live long and prosper. It's a type of blessing. Mm. Mm. Now, are you now are you Muslim or are you? I, I know you mentioned that you're not Hindu, but you're celebrating yes. the holiday so for today. today so today is Diwali to all my Hindu brothers and sisters. Happy Diwali. Solidarity. Um, I hope you guys have lots of love, prosperity, abundance of light and happiness. Um, I am Muslim, but I always love wishing my Hindu mm. brothers and sisters a happy Diwali because it is such a special holiday and it's so mm. beautiful. Um, I love that you do that. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're all especially the stigma that's between Hinduism and um and Islam. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's no reason for it. I think like right. for so many years we've all been, you know, antagonizing each other for no reason. And I think it's important that we celebrate each other's beautiful holidays. And you know, um, I think I've learned a lot from you know my parents who have always celebrated, whether it was Diwali, whether it was Holi, whether it was Eid, um, anything, they were like, we're down to celebrate Christmas, whatever it is. Mm. It has it, a, a reason to celebrate is a reason to celebrate, you know? Right. Like, it's supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to uplift one of, one of each other um, during these special holidays. And I think it's so it's almost kind of silly to not, you know, acknowledge or, um, you know, uplift one each other during the holiday season. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. holidays are all about, you know, facts, facts. facts. that's what it is. And it, what, why wouldn't you want to celebrate? I mean, I would want a day off for every single holiday that existed. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like to be acknowledged. I like to have fun and, and I like to, you know, look at people's different, you know, cultures and see how they celebrate compare it to mine and then you right. know, together and make it something really special i think blending of cultures is so beautiful and why not 
uh, it definitely I resonate with that so strongly. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's 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 an American ideal. I mean, everybody yeah. talk about you know let's coexist. This is what America should be doing. Um, yeah, and, I mean, like that's what it. it all is about. It's yes. about you know um, being understanding who you are, knowing that there's no reason for you not to be who you are. You know, as immigrants, especially. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get told we're not enough of um, our culture. So I'm not in, for example, me, I'm not Indian enough, but I'm mm. also not American enough. You know, like people mm. will look at me and they'll be like, you're not American. <laughs> and yeah. then people in India will be like, well, you're t- certainly not Indian. So, oh. uh, but it's also, it's also just like, I mean, who cares? Like right. who are you to tell me who I am? Right. I know who I am. I can celebrate the beauty of American culture, meatloaf, Thanksgiving, (laughs) mashed I can celebrate, you know, all of those things, the beauty of American culture. At the same time, I can also celebrate the beauty of Indian culture. Right. And there's nothing that can stop me. And and the more I get to celebrate, the better off I am. And I don't think it's, I don't think um, anything should hold, hold you back from owning either identity instead of having to pick and choose you can be whoever you want to be and you don't need to check off a box or you know you don't need to you can represent whoever you want and it's great it's 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 a beautiful thing to know that you are someone unique and Mm. you can bring so much more to the table in that way so that's what jitero is really trying to encompass is trying to empower people to embrace who they are no matter what it is whether it's you know, I'm part of the LGBTQ community, but my religion doesn't allow me to, you know, be fully out. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. You oh, can't. you're queer as well? I'm not queer myself, but um, I, I'm, definitely gotcha. a big ally. <laughs> I'm definitely a big ally. But, you know, like, thank you. Thank like you. That, like, I'm queer. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> I'm definitely a big ally. Um, I, because, you know, people hold so many different identities, and I think we all have to we all get subjected to try to like pick and choose which one we get to, you know, hold. And it's like, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't have to pick and choose anything. You get to be whoever you want to be. Um, right. You belong on this earth just as much as everybody else. You came here just like everybody else. Right. So uh, I don't think that it's fair to make people pick and choose. Um, you can still be a Christian and still, you know, be part of the, LGBTQ community, right. or you could still be a Muslim and you can still, you know, uh, celebrate and have fun during Diwali. Like there, there's mm. nothing holding you back from mm. celebrating and enjoying other people's light and energy. Yes. Um, this is as, as, as MC. Yes. <laughs> she, she has a new, um, single out, um, yes. called G Kondo. G you know what? You just say it. Wait, I Raho. Raho. Yeah, you got Jite it. Raho. All right. I got it. See, this is how we learn. This is how we build um and break boundaries here. I yes. just learned a whole new term. Jite yes. Raho is um her new single. Just check it out. Um, it's on YouTube, all platforms. Um, I found it out because I I discovered you when I uh interviewed uh uh, Janan Matari. Yeah. Um, um, she is absolutely dope. 
and I saw that she did like a little TikTok version of your song. And yeah. at first I thought she was singing and I was like, why am I being naive? Like I'm a boomer. <laughs> she's not, <laughs> I understand technology. Like my grandfather would probably be like, oh, look, she's singing. But no, yeah. no, like <laughs> I felt so stupid. I messaged her and I was like, hey, I didn't know you could sing. You're an artist too. And she was, she was like, no, that's not me. That's fancy. <laughs> <laughs> that's my friend. I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I look that's when I got into the rabbit hole because I do a lot of artists uh interviews on this podcast mm-hmm. um and I go into the rabbit hole on understanding everybody and looking you guys up and all this stuff and then I was like I need to get her on my podcast I I have interviewed I Afrobeat artists I have interviewed hip-hop legends I need to get her on my podcast I need to get some Thank more you. diversity up, up in here and as a Muslim woman um mm-hmm. do you because for instance, this is this is a great question I should ask people. Um, uh, from my background, I come from the church, um, mm-hmm. Christian singing and stuff, and I get a lot of uh, criticism from my local my, my local friends that know about me that are Christian from the Christian side. Um, mm-hmm. They do not like the fact that I switch my genre as a rapper and as a, a percussionist as to what they call worldly music. So basically just mm-hmm. a general uh, funk genre without Christianity, general Afrobeat genre without Christianity, reggae, all that stuff. Um, they they feel that I stole from the Christianity culture. And this, this is just recent com- com- conversations. Have anybody Muslim um, did not like that you are doing a mainstream pop um, type of Bollywood style. Have you ever gotten any criticism from that for being um, a Muslim? It's interesting because I think I got a lot of criticism more early on. Um, mm. I mean, I I try to prevent you know that type of because it hurts. Uh, regardless mm. of what it is, it hurts. Right. Um, and I'm not necessarily the most religious person on planet Earth. I'm not going to mm. say you know I'm you know, so like intense, but at the same time, my spirituality is, you know, kind of my, my own personal, it's my personal space. So when people try to invade that space and try to, you know, kind of um, diminish who you are based off of the fact that like, you're not doing something correct. um, It really does make you feel less than, and they, they try to do that on purpose to try to silence you. And I've just learned that rather than, you know, taking that and feeling awful, it's almost like embracing that and being like, you know what, this is what I am. And if you can't accept me and if you want to judge me, that's on you. It's not like on that. me. Um, yeah. It's more of just, I'm going to do what I do. This is where I find creativity. This is where I find love. This is where I find spirituality. Mm. Um, and if you have, you know, 10 million problems with it, I can't really do much about it. That's mm-hmm. on you. It's not on me. Um, I'm going to do things my way. If you do have a general, genuine concern, like I don't mind people voicing their opinions. Um, mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's my decision. Um, and mm-hmm. it is very difficult as a Muslim woman, I think, because we get put, again, in these boxes. We are told, you know, Muslim women have to, like, when you think Muslim woman, you think hijab, you think, you know, all of that. And and we're so much more than that. And there have been so many, I think TikTok really has changed a lot of the view, viewing of what Muslim women are because we mm-hmm. are so diverse and we are so different. And like, yeah. 
we all have different goals and ideas of what it means to be Muslim. And there's like 1.3 billion of us. Like there's obviously going to be, (laughs) there's obviously going to be some sort of like difference, you know? Right. Right. I think people forget that. And like, this is not to say that I won't stick up. I'm, I'm always going to be a person who's going to stick up for religious freedom, regardless of whether it's Islam, Hinduism, Christianity, whatever it is. I'm always the person who's going to stick up for human rights. So I think where that comes from is just, you know, the idea of this is where my spirituality has led me is that I will stick up for the underdog no matter what. And this is why this is my purpose in life. And as long as I keep that purpose in my, you know, center, I don't need to worry about all this noise about you're not wearing a hijab. Don't speak. You're not doing this. Don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to know from people that I'm not good enough because I don't that I don't allow that energy to even penetrate anymore because I know my purpose. I know my job. And that is to, you know, kind of it's, it's using my platform in a way to help others. And if helping others is being authentically myself, then there's nothing like it. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's so important. Um, just being, just owning yourself and living your truth and, and being strong in your own spirituality. That's so important. Um, yeah, because no one can really take it away from you. I right. mean, you're not allowed to do that. I don't think in any religion, anyone is allowed to say you're less than just because you don't do. I mean, people do it, mm-hmm. obviously, but I don't think any, it's not allowed in many religions to judge others. Like that's like religion 101. Right, right, um, right. So I get, I, I think I often get frustrated being like, wh- like, what are you talking about? This person isn't Christian enough, or this person isn't Jewish enough, just because of their, you know, whatever. It's like, that's not up to you. I'm sorry, but like, yeah. that isn't up to you. You're just a human, just like me. So it doesn't matter. Like, you know, exactly. like, like, <laughs> there's no room for you to judge uh, yeah. in this situation, especially when you're not doing anything like inherently wrong. Like you're not. It's not like people are judging others for, you know, our wording or murder. Mm-hmm. They're judging people for things that are just kind of like simple human things. And I'm like, right. this is just being human, like leave people alone. Right. And there's just so like for Christianity as well, there's so many branches to find God, you know, just. Yeah. I, I like, so it's like, what gives you the right to try to say, well, this is the path. When there's mm-hmm. just so many different branches, like I don't know how many branches of uh, Islam there is, but for Christianity, there's like almost yeah. hundreds. Honestly, I think you guys are more. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think like you guys have been around longer. Technically, Islam is considered like a newer religion, mm-hmm. so like our development phase is still. We're still, even though it's been here for a really long time, it's not as long as judaism and christianity and so i think we're still developing certain things and adapting in a way um that you know people are not sure how to adapt in certain ways it's very it's very interesting um it's a very interesting uh dynamic in uh our kind of group of people but i just try to focus on just instead of you know trying to preach or anything like that just focus on on you know energy and keeping good energy and 
spreading the good things about, you know, my religion and um, spreading the good things about just, you know, spirituality in general. Like, I don't really like to dwell too much on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like to just say, you know what? I'm Muslim. This is what I do. If you have a problem with it, then I- I'm not going to go tit for tat for you on this situation. <laughs> I'm just going to do me. And that's, I got all I to do. Do. <laughs> that's exactly that's all I can do. All I can do is be a human being. And if my goal is to try to help people through that, then I have to achieve that goal. And, and mm. that's it. So, if, if for everyone that's watching, Epstein is also wearing, um, one of her attires from the music video as well. Yes. So fly. I was making the comment that uh, how great she looks, and I'm just underdressed around here. No, you're not underdressed. <laughs> With not the underdressed. shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you from? You're, so you you were born in Germany. Were you raised yes. in Germany, or did you come to the states? Right. At, were you a um, military baby? No, that's oh, okay. the crazy thing. I was born in Germany. Um, my dad had a job there. And mm-hmm. then we moved to the United States when I was three. So when I first came to the United States, I knew three languages, German, Hindi, and English. Um, nice. I do not know that German was... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I don't know any German anymore, but I still speak Hindi in the house and English. My Hindi gets better when I go to India. My cousins would disagree, though. They would probably say, like, you still sound like an American. (laughs) (laughs) But it does get better when it goes when I go to India. Um, It definitely gets significantly worse when I stay Mm. in the States for too long and I don't (laughs) speak it enough. Um, So we're trying I I keep trying to watch, you know, films uh, to try to upkeep my Hindi. And I have some Desi friends who we try to speak to each other in Hindi just so that we don't trip up. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Um, is it is, is Hindi a hard language to learn? Um, is it like close to anything that can make it easier for someone that wants to learn? I think it's a pretty difficult language. It doesn't like it's not like um the romantic languages like French and Spanish, where like certain mm-hmm. or Italian, where they like um have certain shared words like it's definitely not like that it's not latin based it's i believe sanskrit based and then urdu i think is arabic based so basically when i say i speak hindi i'm actually saying that i speak hindustani which is a combination Mm. of hindi and urdu so there's Mm. like different words like for instance like the word for beautiful right Right. Um, the word for beautiful in hindi like pure hindi would be sundar in Urdu, it would be Khubsura. I understand both of them, so I w- could use them interchangeably, but they both mean beautiful, but they're actually different languages. So, like, basically, oh, okay. what was there was like a combo that got created, and that's what people tend to speak. So, it's mostly Hindustani. Um, mm. And in India, what's difficult is that almost every state is like almost, it's like going to a different country. Like, India is like, really diverse in that sense so if you go to the state that i'm from um uttar pradesh there everyone's speaking hindustani but if you go to let's say gujarat everyone is speaking um gujarati mm-hmm. and they only have some shared words in gujarati and hindi and then really? if you go to south india they're completely a different language that i, oh, wow. I actually have no idea what they're saying like I so that's kind of like africa as yeah, well. 
A lot yeah. of different languages. Lots wow. of different languages. Very diverse. It's a very unique uh, country in that way. So like even so I, I'm, I'm sure you've heard like um, Punjabi MC like Jay-Z. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're saying. I'm oh. even though I'm Indian, <laughs> I'm not fun like I have Punjabi blood in me. Right, but right, my, right. My family has not lived in Punjab for a very long time. So we don't we don't speak it in the house. Mm-hmm. Um and therefore I'm not I'm not able to understand like certain like there's certain words that I can catch and I'll be like, oh mm. he's saying this and like Sornier, I understand what that means. It's like pretty and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. I can't understand like certain other things. Like if someone were to speak really fast to me in Punjabi, I probably would not be able to understand. So it's like really interesting in that way how India is divided up, which is why Jite Daho, which is I love it's in obviously that's like a Hindi phrase, but um it's just interesting because some of my friends who are like South Indian. They're like, what are you saying? I'm like, oh my God, this is like a normal, this is a phrase that we use all the time. They're like, what are you saying? Like, I don't know. Like, that's the beginning line. Like, mm-hmm. my name is Kashish. So, like, my actual name is Kashish. Mm-hmm. Uh, my stage name is Amsi. Uh, mm-hmm. But what's crazy is that, like, my friend from South India cannot understand what I'm saying in my own song. And I'm like, it's so funny. Cause like, I've, I'm assuming that people would probably expect you to understand. Right. Right. That's, that's has, amazing. Yeah. And, um, and it kind of reminds me about like how Creole and um, Creole and Patois was made. Yeah. Like a mixture of so many different. Um, languages and stuff and, and that's why like you can catch certain phrases and you're like oh i get that and then like with certain things you're like what <laughs> where's, this? where's this going right it's really beautiful do you visit india often or do you like i know it's been a pandemic so yeah so it's been difficult seeing family members and stuff there yeah so i actually went to india right before the pandemic hit which mm-hmm. was lucky for me because i was able to go see mm-hmm. my grandma, see all of my family and friends in India right before it hit. And then the moment I left is when, you know, poop hit yeah. the fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got yeah. real. <laughs> um, so I, it got very real, very mm-hmm. quick. And because of that, I wasn't able to go back since, but it only has been a year since I've seen my India. Oh. <laughs> Um, but I had I I was trying to vlog there, mm-hmm. but and I never actually got around to editing the vlog. Mm-hmm. Maybe I will. Maybe if your audience encourages me to, I will. But yeah, definitely. I, you should I, always I, vlog. Yeah. <laughs> so I have these clips, which are really amazing, of me um, spending time in India and like eating the food and all that stuff. So it's actually kind of awesome that I was able to do that and like you know, be like, here we are and this, we're doing this and this is happening. And right. um, because it gave me like a good memories from the trip that I had, I was able to document it more. Um, what dishes would you recommend? There's an Indian spot uh, right outside the Yale University that where I live at. And oh. it's like the only Indian spot, but I haven't went there yet because I don't know what to get. And I oh, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> My girlfriend's um, vegetarian, but I eat. Oh, I eat. vegetarian! <laughs> vegetarian is perfect for Indian food. Um, oh, yeah. 
because a lot of Indians are vegetarian. Oh, wow. And yeah, so they have really good vegetarian dishes. Um, So I would recommend... So if you can get a good, so if you, for your girlfriend, um, mm-hmm. the vegetarian dishes that I would like uh, are paneer. Paneer is cottage cheese. There, It's cut into cubes. It has the consistency of tofu, but it's a little bit more milky. I usually get sog paneer, which is just spinach and paneer. And they basically like make the spinach really like that filled with spices. And it sounds very plain and bland, but it's so good. Oh and you God. get it with naan. Um, garlic naan, preferably because I've had naan. That's stuff. Yeah, nice. <laughs> so good. It's so good. So if you do it with uh garlic naan, um, and then you create a little. So the difference there's a kind of difference between North Indian and South Indian food. So this is uh North Indian that I'm pr- primarily talking about because I'm right. North Indian. South Indian food includes um. South Indian food is more geared towards, I guess you could say this, I'm, I'm making generalizations, but so <laughs> for anyone who's Indian, South Indian, they can correct me. But the general consensus of what I've gotten from South Indian food is that they're more rice-based and North Indian food is more roti-based, so like all the breads. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go to a North Indian restaurant, they'll usually have either a sag paneer or a palak paneer. Both are kind of the same thing. Um, and you can have that with naan or you can have it with rice. If you went to a South Indian restaurant, they have a beautiful dish. It's called, Mm. um, dosa. And it's basically like a giant crepe filled with potatoes. I like crepes. (laughs) Yeah. Filled with potatoes. And then you have all these, um, chutneys, which are like, kind of like the Indian salsa. Um, Mm where you can dip it in and then you have this little bowl of somber and somber is like kind of like this lentil soup it's so good and you dip it so you like use your hand you Mm -hmm. dip it in all of this stuff and it's really really good and then they also have this thing called italy which are little rice patties that you can also put in somber and eat together um, and it soaks up all of the i don't know if you've ever had um injera from in Ethiopian food. Yeah. Oh God. This yeah. is an Ethiopian spot down the street. That's why I love exactly. living downtown. It really <laughs> has the same kind of consistency and kind of tangy taste. Okay. Got you. Yeah. So I like, that, can, like, really, that can get you in that mindset. Right. Um, right. So then, so that South Indian food that I would recommend is dosa and Italy somber. And then for North Indian food, the palak paneer butter chicken is my favorite. Mm very tomato creamy ch- spicy just all around best thing ever if you want something um a little more like with red meat i would definitely get like um some lamb or i would get actually goat so like vindaloo and stuff like that that's also really good mm. um these are all like very typical of indian restaurants yeah. This is not typical of what a home is mm. like. Though. A mm. home is very different. I think um, Padma Lakshmi talks about this a lot. Uh, she talks about how there's a very big disconnect between Indian actual home food and Indian restaurant food. Mm. So, so like, it's not just like Chinese because Chinese people do that too. Yeah, it is very, it's very similar. Like 
the stuff we eat at home is so it's like vastly different. Like the taste is different. Wow. Everything is different. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's it's like, dope though. That's yeah, like marketing. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause I think it's like, so like what my mom would cook, you would never find that in a restaurant. Um, mm. But what, you know, what you can find, like, you know, the, the dalmakunis, which are lentils, um, balak paneer, like my mom will make dal makhani at home, but it's so like the taste is so different from what a restaurant would give. My stomach yeah. is growling now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I gave like I'll send you like a bunch of recommendations because I'm yeah. sure like, the spellings and all of that will confuse you. But like mm-hmm. the, all of the um, all the dishes that I named are tend to be in North Indian restaurants, so. Um, if you are in a North Indian restaurant, definitely get those things. They're really good. And uh, even I would recommend them, even though I'm I'm used to my mom's home cooked meals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely. Thank you so much for the uh, the insight, because I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, sure. we're going to do that tonight. That's going to be the first thing I do when I clock out of work tonight. Yes. Tell me how it is. Tell I'll me definitely how- I'll keep you updated. Definitely. Definitely. Ten picks. I want to know. <laughs> Oh, I got you. I don't got a really yes. good camera, but my girlfriend has a 12, so she... Yeah, she, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give her all the good veg options. I'll give her all... I'll give you all the good chicken options. Um, yeah, my family's big on meat. We eat a lot of meat in our household, but my mom loves vegetarian food, too. So, like, mm. we have a good balance of understanding of, like, what's good veg and what's good meat, mm. which is great. So, in, in, in New York, do you have, like, do, do, is there like a community out there in Manhattan that's like Indian community mm-hmm. that you can uh, meet and talk to and stuff like that? And- yes. I mean, we have a huge, um, we have a place, I mean, it's literally right next to my home. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Little India and they have like a bunch of Indian restaurants, stores, wow. all lined on the street. So I usually get all my Indian grocery shopping done there. Nice. Um, and they have a really great restaurant that I always go to. It's called Bhatti. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a girl on TikTok. I forget her handle, but she was like recommending places for um, date nights. And she was like, there's this really good Indian restaurant called Bhatti. And I was like, this is the one person I like trust her now. Like all <laughs> trust every recommendation she's made because she mentioned that restaurant. She was like, the best place to get Indian food. I was like, yeah, yeah, I feel like there's Indian food for some reason, like especially in like urban communities. I don't understand. Like some people don't like it, and I'm just like, bro, I always liked it. Very. <laughs> I, I mean, there was that article recently that um, I forget what his name was. I think it was Wine Garden. He made this article saying like, I just don't like Indian food, and the way he said it, he was what like, it's so overrated because mm-hmm. it's made from one spice totally not true it's not made from one spice it is absolutely insane to think that it was made from one spice indian food takes a lot of time takes a lot of effort it's a really i mean like when my mom makes um her goat curry Mm -hmm. um gorma yeah when my mom makes (laughs) that takes five hours of turning that's amazing and I, I, I recently had to do the turning and I was like, this is miserable. Like it is five <laughs> hours of labor and, and then overnight marination, like all yes. the cut of meat has to be correct. 
it is such a science. Indian mm-hmm. food is a science. Um, and people don't recognize that. And it's also kind of scary. It's very intimidating. I, I have had friends who were scared because they were like, it's so overwhelming. There's so many spices. There's so many, th- there's so much going on. Mm. So I can understand why people are scared. Also, like if you're not used to certain smells going together, like I'm used to it kind of all um, because it's mm-hmm. just been in my household. But if you're not used to certain smells, if your nose is sensitive, it can be very intimidating. But I guarantee there is an Indian food for you. <laughs> I guarantee because there is so much variety like if you don't like a certain bread, there's another bread for you. Like there's like 50 different types of bread. There's 50 different types of dishes. It's not just limited to curry and one spice and whatever you just see in an Indian restaurant. Like there is right. so much variety and there will be something that you find that you like. That so I encourage amazing. people to talk to an Indian person. <laughs> <And then laughs> that is absolutely beautiful. God. I, I'm down for spice. I love spice. Um, yeah, and some people get scared of like real hot chili. Like Indians, yeah. don't be a punk. No, <laughs> don't be a punk. But I'm a punk. I'm a punk too because I'm from a region that doesn't mm-hmm. use like right the really spicy, spicy stuff. Right. And like my boyfriend, he's from a region that is like full on spice. Like, ooh, his <laughs> stuff is hot and. It's crazy because like that's what people get afraid of and get, get so caught up on it. If you just learn a little bit more about the subcontinent, um, you kind of get a better idea of like what could potentially be super spicy and what could not. Like I just went to a dosa place and the food there was like the the mashed potato that they have in the dosa. It's not spicy at all. Like it's literally like so simple and people get so scared. I'm like, guys. I'm like this ain't this is not spice. Like guys, this is flavor. Um, there's a difference. There's a difference. I I know Indians who can have like very very hot stuff. Mm. I'm not one of those Indians. So, um, trust trust a trust a person who gets spice level as well. <laughs> I trust you. I trust ah. you. My girlfriend's not big on spice neither, so she'll trust yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got her. I got her. I got her. <laughs> So have you built so your fan base? Where's your fan base mostly right now? Like who who's who's bumping MC right now? Um, I have a lot of fans who are well, I don't really like to call them fans. I call them my <laughs> MC family because Aww. I'm an only child and literally whoever comes and crosses my path, I immediately make them my family. That's how it's always been. That's part of the culture too, like yeah. Whenever somebody says they need to come over or they want something, they usually like Indian people are very hospitable, um, mm. anything for the guest. So that's kind of how I like to run my show is trying to like make people feel like they're in my house, whether it's that's on amazing. my Instagram, yeah. whether it's, um, you know, let me cater to you type situation. Um, so mostly my, uh, my family is in New York. Um, mm. But we're trying to expand a little bit more into India. So, like, we do have Amsterdam people in India. Um, We also have some, I recently found out, we have some people in London. We have some people in Canada. So That's the money, girl. London. China. They love that ethnic shit. They're going crazy over Afrobeats right now. (laughs) 
they are. They are. They are. And drill. Yep. Um, drill. Yep. Drill <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited about that, that we're growing our little family and making it bigger. TikTok has really helped, um, yeah, TikTok grow is that an amazing family. platform. I agree. Yeah. I love TikTok. Um, I actually have to make a TikTok after this. That is <laughs> um, hustling. Yeah. So I, I, I love, uh, that. And, um, I think it's, it's really a unique, uh, platform where I can, you know, marry music and, uh, yeah. you know, social activism and all of that stuff. I love to hear that because a lot of, um, I know the, the, the orange person that should not be named. Yeah. He tried so hard to make it seem like, oh, it's a China takeover claw and stuff like that. I'm like, no, artists are getting a chance to have more interaction and more content with their fans and they're yeah. able to promote their music. It's a great platform for that. Why are you hating? <laughs> yeah, no, no, for real. I mean, it's a great platform for that. And it's recently, I think, surpassed YouTube on viewership. Um, so Good, because YouTube really, need to learn. Yeah, I feel like it's it's just a platform that you can grow a lot faster. Nice. Um, you're you're not limited to an algorithm. I mean, you are limited to an algorithm to an extent. Yeah, I've been you never escape that. Yeah. yeah, I was shadow banned a couple of times. Um, but you? Yeah, Why? and um, I was talking about it was during Black Lives Matter. They were shadow banning. Oh, man, Ups. sorry. <laughs> and even um, I mean, I'm on on Instagram. The algorithm uh is now banning people from talking about Palestine. Um, yeah. so yeah, that has always got been... demonetized. Huh. One of my videos got demonetized. Yeah. Um, it, they flagged it and everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The the censorship is real. But at the same time with TikTok, I feel like even though the censorship is there, um, there's a way to break through. There's so many different people who are, uh, you know, working um, towards the towards the uncensoring of TikTok right. in that sense. Um, and it's really been, uh, quite interesting how much I can grow just from speaking my mind on that platform and not feeling judged, um, too harshly. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I love TikTok. Yeah, that's really dope. And your album, um, do you have a new album coming out? Um, what's the, how many albums do you have out right now for viewers to start like getting yeah. into your music and stuff? Um, I actually have no albums out right now. I'm uh, gearing up to release another single, hopefully in 2022. Um, I am gearing up to do some collaborations in 2022. Uh, we might do an EP. It really honestly depends on this pandemic because of the yeah. fact that um, in order to release, we would love to do a tour to go with it. Um, right. I think it's unfortunate. We were supposed to release actually something in 2021 altogether, mm -hmm. but we've just been releasing the singles one by one because um, we weren't able to perform these songs and we wanted to do these songs justice in a way and not really hold out on them. So right. we've been doing the whole single strategy at the moment. Um, but when we see that people want more, we will definitely be in the works of doing something very soon um but you know we're just trying to trying to keep on keeping on yeah that's absolutely smart I, I was talking about that with Denzel Williams and um 
a record record owner, stud the kid. Um, they talk about the importance of you know instead of just putting out so much music. Um, it, this may sound, but but for people that's listening, repetitive C gives you greater accuracy on your craft. So instead of just pushing out albums and albums, you know, like my band, we're working on another album, but before that, we for two three years focused on the song one which is the intro of of this uh podcast um because it takes a long time to just build a single and when you build a really good strong single you could get a good buzz out of it because it doesn't overwhelm your consumer um, yeah talk about that all the time that's so important i mean as talented you, you can, are and you can uh, you know elongate the single right singles lifespan i mean look at g theta the music video came out last month, mm-hmm. but that song's been out since January. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, and I've just been promoting it all year because it means so much to me. It's a song that I worked on for three years of mm-hmm. my life. And um, it's a song that genuinely keeps me going every day. I mean, it's, you know, I, I get, you know, nervous about life or anything like that. And um, I, I honestly have to say to myself, like, keep going, like, this is not a time to give up. This is not a time to, um, you know, bow your head down. This is a time to stand up and do something for yourself that's worthwhile. Um, it's beautiful in a time like this during COVID. Yeah. I mean, it's not over. I don't think it'll ever be over. Right. It's just one of those things that I think it's what, what's really going to happen is that we're, um, this might be controversial to say, but we're all eventually going to have to be like either sick or vaccinated or something like, Something's going to have to happen in that sense. And then we just develop this kind of herd immunity. It's kind of like getting a flu shot every year. Like it's the same type of, I think, what what might be the trajectory of this um, disease is that it's not really going to go away. It's more like we're just going to have control over it. And we're uh, slowly going to wean ourselves off of all of the trauma. (laughs) Yeah, that we've yeah. experienced in the past two years. Oh God, COVID! Such a big yeah, thing. really, <laughs> really uh, knocked us all down a peg. <laughs> and um, are you going to be doing more? Are you so? Are you venturing uh, with with more genres? Or are you trying to stay in a different in in in, in a Bollywood type of pop? Is there any uh, that you have thought about like venturing in? So I initially started with like a little bit of R and B, and then I ventured. Then I, I, I always knew my passion was pop, but I was just like being yeah. one of those, you know, trying to be more deep than I actually was. <laughs> yeah. um, Understandable. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds very, uh, you know, self-deprecating, but that was literally what it was. Is like yeah. I was afraid to do pop music because I was afraid of judgment. And then finally I was just like, F it. Like I need to be a pop singer. Like this is yeah. it. Um, yeah. So, and that's my freaking bread and butter. I listen to pop music all day. Um, right. That's what I love. Just because I like an R&B song doesn't mean I have to sing it. <laughs> you know, right. it doesn't mean that it has to be my permanent style. Um, the Bolly- Bollywood aspect of my music, the Daisy part of my music um you know, I only do that with certain songs. Like I, mm-hmm. I did it with Jitero. It was kind of like the first song that I did it with. Mm-hmm. Um, I have another song called Replace You that I've also done it with where I've added a little bit of that and Catch Me at the Top as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I think like 
the reason why I've wanted to do Daisy pop is because a, there's never been a Daisy pop artist. Like I have not seen one yet in the States. Like, yeah. Not, not a woman who, I mean, we have Raja Kumari who's in a uh, hip hop space. Yep. Um, we have, uh, you know, Tesher who is kind of pop, but like, it's not really pop. It's more producer electronic with Jason Derulo singing Jalebi baby. He is so I, cute, but yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> um, and then who else? Uh, we had Priyanka Chopra that hot second doing I'm feeling so exotic. I've heard of that. Yeah. That, I mean, with Pitbull, but that was just like a yeah. one time, like, so there's never been a woman or anyone. I mean, we had Jay Sean for a hot second. There's never been really a person, maybe MIA. I'm like naming these people, but like, oh my god, I still listen to her. Yeah, she is phenomenal. She's phenomenal, but, but she's like, like big in the UK. Really, she's big in the UK. And yeah. what what's frustrating is the fact that we don't have anyone to look at. There's no right. one. I've I haven't I've yet to see an Indian person be or a Desi person, anyone in mm. the Indian diaspora or Desi diaspora who has reached a level of, of such that people are being like, that's me, that I'm her, like, I can be her, like, you know, and, um, you know, it's all of these people's cultivation of their hard work that allows for newer artists like me to kind of, you know, try my hand at it. Um, I wouldn't have the confidence without these people who I look up to, I wouldn't be able to actually even be okay with delving into this situation without seeing people own their culture and their um their heritage i've I, I because of these people i'm able to you know be who i am today and i think that's where i had a really big turning point in my music where i said i need to stop running away and pretending that i can mm. market myself as this other type of person when i have all of this culture within me um, that I have not tapped into. And um, so I will be continuing to make Daisy pop music as well as just normal, a normal pop song that people can just yeah. jam to um, whenever they feel. But I do think Daisy music has such potential, especially mm-hmm. now that we are seeing, you know, Latin music do so incredible and be in mainstream. Look at that. Look at that. We Bad need- Bunny took the game fucking over. Bad Bunny, you know, all of these people have taken the game over, and it's like, why can't they see people do the same? Like, Mm. we have Jalebi Baby right now, that's like a number one hit. Why can't we continue this trajectory? And we're we're seeing more people be more visible. Um, there's so many more Daisy influencers. These were spaces that we didn't feel like we were even allowed to be in because all of us were put in that box of doctor, engineer, lawyer, this, that. And now we are starting to explore the arts and there, and we have so much richness within us. There's no reason for us not to express it. Um, especially since I love that. we're, we're growing as a community. That's awesome. I love that. And it, it, let me tell you, it's, it's going to buzz. It's going to buzz. And Thank you're you. going to be looked at one of the pioneers from, from, the, from the past that, that helped buzz it, like one of the, found, the founding women. I'll tell you right now, because that's how it always is with genres that Americans don't understand. That's how it always is. And then when they, when they hear that, that beat and they hear that, that rhythm, they're like, ooh, this is different. All it takes yeah. is one. 
like look what look what's happening with Afrobeat. You know, like exactly. all of a sudden it's big in the states now, and it never was big in the states at all. Exactly. Um, it's, I'm kind of happy that it is because it's making people more of my people pro black because we be acting up sometimes. Y'all, they be getting on my nerves, but when they put that Afro beat on and I'm, they listening to that uh, Yerbai mixed with, with with Swahili and English, you're like, yeah. oh God, yes, you back to the roots, damn it. <laughs> Yeah, Stop I mean, like, look at the Somali song that is uh, taking over. Like that mm. Somali woman. I don't know how to sing it, but the <laughs> one that's like, "And I love you more than my life." Like, it's a great song. Yeah, amazing. I mean, Arab music is making a huge, yes. huge, huge uh, yes, uh, introduction in TikTok. Everyone is now listening and feeding off of, and it it, it couldn't happen before. It literally mm. couldn't. Um, and now it can because of the internet and because of places like TikTok and because of Spotify and because people have yeah. just so much access to music. I remember I used to go to India and nobody would, um, they would only listen, they would listen to American music, but they didn't know the smaller artists. They only knew like the big, like right. Titanic artists. And now they're listening to like Machine Gun Kelly, like, and yeah. Kendrick Lamar. I mean, Kendrick Lamar is a heavy hitter, but you know what I'm saying? Like my cousins right, have right. never been exposed to. They're expanding of now. Yeah. Like they're completely. I mean, you should see the India genre change in just Indian music in general. They're starting to dabble in hip hop, and I'm like, who? Yes, I. Black. What happened? Yes. Now Let me you tell like, you something about that. That is, that is absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. I've been listening to it. What got me onto it um, was recently during the pandemic. Um, one of my friends, shout out the G, he's a he's a liquor store owner. And he's also Indian. Mm-hmm. He plays that music. Yeah, and I'm sitting here listening to it while I'm in line. I'm just like, right? <laughs> right? It's interesting. Like, really what is this? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. India has become so cool in that sense there's so many and they're like coffee shop like indie artists that are really and just things you would have never like thought indian music to be Mm, i love it i love the expansion because you know what it's going to do it's going to make it's going to set a bar for music and somebody just going to be incredible now like i mean now that people are like you know doing you know crazy like remixes and mixes just it's gonna be beautiful right and um there's gonna be some kid overseas that's gonna hear that and they're just gonna get inspired by that and then they're gonna bring their 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 community on top it's just gonna be a a a snowball you know like yeah that's just so amazing i love it and i love it because it's finally breaking boundaries with these record labels as well too because they Mm -hmm. just think that they could dictate what sells they could dictate yeah. what brings in the seats when no no we literally have a nigerian artist whiz kid that just came over and he's selling out everywhere he fucking go yeah. and it's like what he's a nigerian <laughs> artist <laughs> it's incredible i mean like even if you look at talk show hosts uh trevor noah south african yeah. man is hosting the Daily Show. Like, you could not even say that 10 right. years ago. Nope, you couldn't. You couldn't. And then you got Bad Bunny just yeah. b- making reggaeton more expansive. Uh, 
it's to the point that reggaeton artists that are not as big as he is is hating on him now. It's like, come on, guys, he's doing this for y'all. <laughs> like, just <some> respect. It's, <laughs> it's crazy because it's. I mean, it's it's incredible, and like credit is deserved where credit is due. But it's also just it's incredible how we can share so much now, and mm. it's really a beautiful thing. And I think that we all need to embrace it. I listen to tra- different types of world music all the time to get inspiration. I'm currently listening to a lot of Arab uh, mm. pop slash hip hop. Um, Who are you listening to right now? Put 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 the fans on real quick. Um, podcast. His name is. I want to not butcher his name. Hold on. No problem. <laughs> I butchered your name from the beginning. Now I got nah, it. <laughs> it's, okay. it's all good. Um, his name is, I think it's, I just want to make it. Yeah. Marwan Pablo. Okay. Marwan he's probably, Pablo. he's definitely not new, but like, I think he's, he's new old, because. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. Marwan Pablo. Really great. Mm. Great work. You know who I listen to? Uh, low key. You ever heard of Low Key? He's L-O-T-I. Afghanistan, and he's he's he lives in the UK. Low Key. Is it L O K I? L O K E Y. I think I've listened to him. He had he 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 advocates for Palestine a lot. He has a song called "Long Live Palestine" where he gets a lot of Arabic um, and Middle um, Eastern rappers on. It's a great. Uh, and it's honestly sharing cultures in that way is so fun and it's just like sharing food <laughs> like yeah it's, music it's is like, literally food <laughs> music, is, music is the language that everyone can speak like i don't need to right. know what marwan pablo is saying all i right. need to know that is this is a banger like you know what right. i'm saying like yep. i don't need all of that and um i think that's what's so beautiful is that we can all enjoy that and and yeah. not feel any type of way because music is music food is food like if it's good stuff it's good stuff yeah yeah definitely oh man i need to wrap this up yeah. i got another person i have to interview no worries <laughs> no worries but oh my god mc thank you so much for coming on and thank everybody check out me. jita her, her uh rahul jita rahul yes yes um check it out the song's a banger and you. after you check it out, um, well, this 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 episode should be released uh, within two weeks. Um, Perfect. So you'll have they'll have time to check it out because it'll be yeah. Thanksgiving. Go to your family and um, for the, exactly. my Native American people, it'll be Day of Mourning. Uh, for all my Day of Mourning uh, people uh, that that celebrate Day of Mourning instead of Thanksgiving, bang, bang this out because this is definitely about Day of. This is definitely um, about coexistence and definitely about building as a community all these days we we're in this we're all in this together and i'm not talking about the rich people that are able to just just isolate themselves <laughs> i'm talking about everybody that's like struggling and knows about covid and has to deal with all this shit with covid didn't, didn't have a chance to leave they would have they had to stay you know my new york peeps especially um listen to this music this is the kind of music that America is going to be blasting in the next 10, 20 years. Even, oh, shoot, could be next year. You never know. All you need is one person to buzz, you know? Support her. Support you. this young lady right here. This is one of the greats. I'm telling you right now, she's going to blow up. She's going to blow up so much, she she she's not even going to come back to this show. That's no, how I bad. She's going to blow up. <laughs> oh, 
No, that's perfectly fine though. Like it's it's not even a problem. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, you got any concerts or any any shows you're doing? Uh, I know New York's opening up a little bit. Yeah, I hate the restrictions. I did a show there at the Bitter End. Um, oh yeah, band. Bitter End was great, but yeah, the restrictions are tough. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually don't have anything coming up yet, but you guys can follow me on all my social media. It is at this is Amsi A M S I. Um, there is all the updates. You guys can literally like I say everything on my social media, so make sure to follow me on all of it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all is at this is MC. Um, you guys can also sign up for my mailing list, which is at www.amcmusic.com. Um, that mailing list will give you access to all the latest announcements. Um, and we're announcing something very soon. So uh, if you guys want to join the MC fam, please sign up for the mailing list. Follow me on all my, all my music platforms and social media, and we will give you all the tea. Oh, thank you so much, MC, um, and have a very good day. You uh, too. Shouts out to your uh, publicist and shouts out to your whole team out there doing thank a lot you. of good things. And I hope to see hope to see you again. Maybe I'll add you back on next season. Yeah. Um, if you have any time, but don't don't I won't take it any way. <laughs> but like when I reach out, and if you have any time, that'll be freaking dope. The universe will be. In. Thank you so much for uh thank coming you. on. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you, and happy Diwali to everybody. Happy Diwali, everybody, and have a very good day. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume and unity. Divine light shining individually. Effectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organize, no matter the cost. Politicians starts wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together. Give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture. It's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.